Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Welcome to uh, following on, following a, a one-sided game of one-day international cricket. South Africa have been thrashed, really, by uh, India in the third ODI of the series. A series that uh, came in um, uh, with the uh, series finally poised, one apiece with one to play. Um, uh, but uh, unfortunately, South Africa could not muster anything approaching a uh, realistic challenge. Bowled out for just 99 with uh, Kuldeep Yadav taking four for 18 and two wickets apiece for uh, Washington Sundar, Mohamed Siraj and Shabazz Ahmed, um, who all took uh, two. Uh, South Africa's innings never really getting off to a, a start. De Kock out cheaply for just at six. He sliced a backward point. Yanaman Milan picked out the man in the deep on 15. Uh, Reza Hendricks uh, also succumbed to the pull shot for just three. 26 for three at that stage. And, no real way back for South Africa on a pitch that was tacky. It had been under the covers for quite some time. There had been a lot of rain in and around Delhi over the last couple of days. So we had a delayed start and really the team that won the toss was always going to bowl first. Uh, we would have had a more competitive match, you feel, if it had been South Africa that had called correctly. But it was India and uh, Shikha Darwin wasted no time uh, to get uh, South Africa in there. Ada Markram um, hit nine before he was deceived by a beautiful bit of bowling from Shabazz Ahmed. Caught behind for just nine, but uh, drawn out of his crease. Beaten past the outside edge. Thin outside edge, actually. Would have been stumped if he hadn't edged it. But it was really the wicket of David Miller playing back. Um, he actually, uh, I don't know if it was he or the umpire, but essentially we went for a review on bold. Um, it was a uh, top of off stump, just a, a bail tickler. Uh, Miller uh, was bowled for seven and um, it was really that wicket that uh, signified the end of the innings. Uh, and uh, the remaining four wickets, well, they didn't really hang around. Uh, Heinrich Klaassen, top scoring with 34. Janssen, no, Janssen hitting 14 towards the end. He was uh, last man out, fourth wicket for Kuldeep Yadav and that pretty much was it. India set 100 to win the match and uh, they lost uh, three wickets on the way. Darwin 
lazy, lazy running, essentially. Should never have been run out. Slow to turn. Lackadaisical to get the bat behind the line. That was that. Uh, Keyshan was uh, dismissed for 10. Um, he was caught behind. He went on review for that, actually. But uh, the ball was shown to have hit the, pa uh, the, uh, the bat. And Shubman Gill with three runs needed for the win. One shy of 50. Plum LBW. Wicket for Ngidi. So... South Africa will uh, try and move their flights forward so they can get to Australia a little earlier than uh, originally planned. And this uh, Indian side, there are a couple of uh, reserves in there that, that uh, might be getting call-ups, but essentially can sit back and uh, cheer on their compatriots in the T20 World Cup. Uh, part of uh, the uh, series that we brought you here, live and exclusive on TalkSport 2, is a former IPL player. Abhishek Junjunwala, and uh, I suppose from a from a Indian supporters uh, position, I heard Andrew McKenna make this point earlier. There'll be a little bit of disappointment that, uh, however much it costs to get into the stadium, um, it didn't involve another twenty or thirty overs or so. Uh, but uh, good day at the office all round, really, for what is an understrength India side. Yeah, gladly, it doesn't cost hundred and eighty pounds to watch <laughs> a game of cricket in India. Otherwise, yeah, they will be tearing off everything in the stadium. So, yeah, I, yeah, as you said, they will be disappointed because they would have loved to see a good game of cricket where uh, South Africa scores around 280 and India goes out there and chases it in 48th or 49th over. But unfortunately, that wasn't the case. It was terrific performance from India when they came out to bowl after winning the toss on a slightly damp pitch. But, yeah, I mean, it was very disappointing from South Africa. They should have put more resistance there should have played better and should have at least played 50 over if not anything else but unfortunately that was not the case but you'll still be happy with the way India played the way they bowled the way they batted Shubman Gale again looking brilliant looking like a million dollar every time he gets runs he looks a different class absolutely different class player uh, I'm pleased to say that Neil Manthorpe joins us um, uh, to look back at a disappointing day really for South Africa was it a win the toss or was it a lose the toss and lose the game affair for uh, South Africa? Because um, whilst you wouldn't say that South Africa would have been favourites if they'd had a bowl first, certainly that really did put them behind the game uh, when you consider the uh, the conditions in the build-up to this match, Manners. I don't think so, John. I don't think when you get bowled out for 99, you can't blame the toss. I don't think you can blame anything, to be honest. Um, you know, if you, walk off the, if you walk off a cliff and you fall... Uh, fall down, then uh, it, it's you um, that uh, has made the error. So I, I don't think that was uh, anything to do with it, no. Um, well, where are South Africa then off the back of this? Because, of course, I think, will you tell me, I think Sri Lanka essentially needed need to lose every single game uh, that they're going to play in 50-over cricket and South Africa needed to win every game uh, that they are going to play in ODI cricket uh, to qualify outright for the World Cup. But... Is this South Africa playing in Harare in June or whenever it is for the uh, qualification for the 50-over World Cup? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, um, that tournament has been on the South African Cricketers Association wall planner uh, for a couple of months already. So it was always going to be a massive, massive ask um, for South Africa, who, who not only had to win this series, um, would then have to have beaten England 3-0. Um, and nobody beats England 3-0, not even at home, um, during the SA20, which is at the end of January. Um, and then they've got to hope that they've tacked um, two more games against the Netherlands on at the very end of the season in April, um, and they'd have to win those as well. But having lost the series now, um, 
the 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 forensic auditors tell me that there is still a mathematical chance that South Africa can sneak through, but it's going to require Sri Lanka not just losing all their games, but being docked points for poor overrates and all sorts of other things. I mean, it's a you know it's it's a paper thin chance, um, and so they will be going to Harare. That's that's where South African cricket is at. Um, one day cricket anyway uh, they will be going there to compete against the likes of Namibia Netherlands Scotland Ireland the UAE um, and and one of the West Indies or Sri Lanka they'll be there as well uh, and and there are two groups of five the way that tournament is structured and the two that finish top of those two teams that finish top of those two groups will play a final it's an irrelevant final because um, the both finalists will qualify for the World Cup I mean it's um it's the repechage it's the back door that South Africa have have come to um, come to need and let me just say as well John they've made a whole bunch of poor decisions um, throughout the World Cup Super League. They took it for granted that they would qualify and uh, they rested players um, for key series. Um, they allowed six of their best players to go to the IPL in a decider against Pakistan in that three-match series, which they lost. Um, they played poorly against Ireland. Um, they were arrogant um, against Bangladesh. They thought they just had to turn up against Bangladesh at home on a green wicket. And they lost that series, the first time they've ever lost to Bangladesh. So South Africa are in an embarrassing position and they have themselves to blame. Oh, and also they refused to play three games in Australia in the middle of January. So <laughs> that's another 30 points they just coughed up. Having a weird way... Have they kind of got themselves out of a sticky situation? Because if World Cup qualification was still technically on the line, with that series against England in South Africa, they were there would have been a lot of pressure on them to field a full strength side. Now, of course, they don't have that pressure. <laughs> yeah, you trust you to see the the uh, the silver lining. Um, but you know, hey, mate, that's John, no silver lining, by the way. That's uh, that's not what I, you know. That's not what the broadcasters want to see, is it? Well, um, you see, the point is, uh, and it doesn't just affect South Africa. I mean, you know, you've got guys like Heinrich Klaassen, David Miller, Kachisa Rabada, uh, Marco Janssen, all of whom went for five million rand or more. And were they going to be released by their Indian IPL franchises here in the SA20? Were they Were they ever going to? So, And also, you know, the, these guys are, are based at the main centres in South Africa, mostly coastal, but uh, Johannesburg, Pretoria, Port Elizabeth, Durban, Cape Town. And these that series against England is being played in Bloemfontein and Kimberley. So uh, they would miss at least two games for their franchises. And that's at the business end of the tournament with playoff places very much um, alive. So were they ever going to be released to play for South Africa? And also the same affects uh, um, Liam Livingston and Josh Butler. Josh Butler's being paid, paid half a million dollars by the Pile Royals. Is he going to travel to Bloemfontein and Kimberley to captain England in a series which may be the most irrelevant England have ever played? OK, let's look at the, uh, the actual team itself then. How big, if it, you know, there, there are a lot of problems there, OK? For, uh, for South Africa cricket in the 50 over sphere. But how big a problem do the T20 side have with Temba Bavuma, who's missed two matches and has four failures ahead of this series and, of course, has been out for some time with, a, with, a, with an injury? Yeah, that's right. Um, elbow injury. Um, and it's not... See, the problem, John, is that 
if he had a career strike rate of even 125 and and you know and at an average of somewhere in the mid 20s or or, or or you know even even as high as 28 as an opener in t20 cricket then you could say it's just a matter of form unfortunately his career strike rate is under 120 um it's 116 and and his average is 21 as an opener so you know you you, you can clutch at the silver bullet theory but um that it's a massive it's a massive problem um and he's under immense immense pressure my feeling is that uh, he'll start the tournament but um i i strongly doubt whether he'll finish it in the starting 11. Mm, that's uh, one to keep an eye on uh, look i can't let you go without having some positivity looking back at this series um and ahead to the t20 world cup i mean david miller is in rich form isn't he um and uh, that middle order suddenly looks a little bit uh a little bit stronger and um, we know about the strengths of the bowling but will there be some takeaway positive takeaways on the long flight to brisbane yeah john i do i think so um look um south africa could win the tournament i mean they'll have to score 220 at least in every game because i don't think they've got the bowling to cope but but you know they but that middle order if it, if it clicks if quinton de Kock comes right and it's been a long time since he was actually at his best but we know what he's capable of. And then you've got Riley Rousseau, who also scored 100 in the T20 series in India. Um, Tristan Stubbs, Heinrich Klaassen, uh, David Miller. It's a power, power-packed middle order. Aidan Markram is, uh, is in there as well. He's got a career strike rate of 150. So, um, you know, the stars will have to align and uh, Kajitsu Rabad will have to have an amazing tournament, as will Keshev Maharaj, you would think. Um, I don't think South Africa will reach the semi-finals but it's it's but you know if you if you use a bit of imagination <laughs> and then you you can you can see that middle order scoring a lot of runs I and I think it's going to be a high scoring tournament in Australia um, and I think that that will suit South Africa and I, I think with that we'll see totals of 200 set and chased down. And will South Africa stick around I mean there are a few players in there that will uh, be in the test side or Will they come back to South Africa, then go to go back out again? I mean, essentially, the, the question I'm asking is, you know, in this modern world that we live in, there's precious little in the way of warm-up ahead of a big test series. But will actually South Africa be, be properly acclimatised by the start of that test series? Um, it, well, the test series begins on December the 17th. I, I don't I, When's the final of the T20 World Cup? It's, it's November, the 14th, November the 14th. I mean, essentially... It would mean going back to South Africa for two weeks, I suppose, and coming back out again. Yes, yes, ex- exactly. Um, I, I don't know what the, the team are going to do, and I don't think they've made any decisions yet. But I know, I know what I'd do, John. I'd be playing for a fortnight's leave and <laughs> getting myself to the Great Barrier Reef. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant stuff. Well, look, uh, you'll be heading out there, of course, for uh, SABC. Or is it? No, you're, do, you're doing stuff for ABC when you're out there, aren't you? You're going to be covering that Test series. And, uh, of course, you'll be back with uh, Steve Harmison on the Cricket Collective uh, this time next week. Uh, but for now, Manners, take it easy. Oh, and I passed on that uh, contraband, contraband biltong uh, that you left for uh, Gareth Batty as well. He looked more <laughs> than that. Our lunch didn't turn up today, so I imagine he's already started eating it. <laughs> Good stuff. I'm glad it made it to him. Okay. 
millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados. Truly the best place to be a cricket fan. Okay, brilliant stuff, Manis. Thank you very much, mate. We'll hear more from him uh, throughout uh, the T20 World Cup and then ahead of that uh, fascinating uh, series between Australia and South Africa. The first time the two nations have met, I think, in Test cricket since Sandpapergate, but I might be wrong. Uh, Gareth Batty and Abhishek Jinjanwala are still here. Just the last knockings, really, guys, before we hear the post-match presentations. Uh, Bats, um, I mean, just uh, as an out-and-out spinner, you must have loved to have seen... Uh, well, we we watched Kuldeep Yadav quite a few years ago, didn't we? When he was playing for Kolkata Knight Riders uh, in the IPL when Talksport had the rights. Um, but uh, it's it's great to see him um, doing his thing. He seemed to have lo- seemed to lose his way for a, for a couple of years. I think he may have got figured out a little bit, um, and also just operating at that high level might have might have cost him. But it was good to see him come back. And um, was that your uh, was that your first glimpse of Shabazz Ahmed? Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, I'd never seen him before. Um, it looks it looks nice the way he he got the ball up and down quite nicely. He got decent shape on the ball. Uh, we, he had a surface that, that helped a little bit today. There was a little bit of uh, assistance with the spin. A beautiful ball that uh, was it Markham that he did on the outside edge. Beautiful piece of bowling. Um, and he looked as though he wasn't a bowler that was just going to chuck it underneath the eyes of a batter to get smacked down the ground. He was going to be smarter and hold the top of the stumps in play, which. Certainly on Asian surfaces, um, keeps you very much within the game. Um, the fact that two out of the three bat pretty well uh, gives you a good balance to the team. Um, Washington Sundar able to bowl very, very well in the power play is a huge advantage uh, for any team, particularly with that lacquer on it. Nobody really knows whether the ball's going to spin or, or do them on the outside edge. And with him being tall, he, again, he holds the top of the stumps. 
and Yadav gives you that little bit of uh, extra sort of mystery. Um, being able to operate over and around the wicket, uh, spinning it both ways uh, with his wrist spin. Um, and he, he said in his uh, after match, you know, he, he worked very hard on his rhythm. And he alluded to the fact his rhythm equaled being a bit stronger at the crease and being able to bowl a stronger ball. Um, and some of his numbers say now that he's consistently operating about the 80 clicks from a speed point of view. So that generally means you've got a stronger action. Uh, it certainly didn't uh, affect whether he spun the ball or got the ball to drop out of the air. It was, uh, it was good. It was, it was tighter. It looked stronger, which means you can, you can front up against the best of the best. Brilliant stuff, uh, Gareth Batty. Um, we will head out uh, to uh, Delhi. Murali Kartik uh, with the uh, post-match presentations. May I request David Miller to come here for a chat? Davy, um, tough luck, commiserations, and a tough start as a captain of South Africa. Yeah, no, it was uh, very tough. Uh, I think it uh, didn't help uh, with obviously scoring 100. I mean, uh, it's not ideal in any, any, any game. Um, so the bowlers were always under pressure, but uh, disappointing result today. Um, to, to finish off uh, a series like that uh, is, is, is pretty disappointing. What would you put that down to? Because there were hardly any demons in the surface, at least from where we were stood. Yeah, I think it was a little bit too paced. The guys were saying it was kind of stoppy and then like skidding on a bit. Um, and then there was a little bit of turn um, as well, which is no excuse at all. But, uh, you know, those conditions, uh, batting first, uh, it was rain the last two days, uh, under covers a little bit, so a little bit tacky. Um, but, you know, we, we high class plays and, and we're a lot better than that. Yeah, as you said, 1-0 up and the way you guys played. Um, where would you put all this? How would you put it in perspective, just the entire series? I think uh, really good in certain areas, uh, as one would say. But uh, you know, uh, one-day cricket, we haven't uh, really managed to find our, our, our feet uh, the last couple of weeks and months. Um, but I think just playing good cricket for longer periods of time. Um, you know, we've got our T20 team that's doing really well. But uh, just think, one-day cricket, we just need to extend uh, you know the good periods of, of the game um, and just read the, the flow of the game maybe a little bit better. Thanks for the time and uh, travel safe and best wishes in the World Cup. Thank you very Cheers, much. David. The South African captain, David Miller. Kuldeep, whenever you're done, hop over. That's really well bowled. Really well Thank bowled. Uh, we heard you speaking uh, during the halfway stage. How's it been coming back? You've had lots of ups and downs. How are you feeling right now? To be, to be very honest, I'm, I'm feeling very happy to be here, you know, getting the man of the match in the international for the first time after getting back uh, injured. And uh, perfect. I mean, uh, the way I'm bowling, I'm loving it, and uh, the rhythm is perfect for me. And, and the wicket is perfect as well, you know, uh, getting the turn. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it, you know. I'm just thinking about uh, going there and uh, enjoying my bowling. You had a good run in international cricket, obviously. There have been certain chat about the, what should be done and what not should be done. What are you doing right now? No, I'm just not, not thinking too much about the, the, the result and just focusing on the process, you know. And uh, just one thing, I'm uh, focusing about my rhythm, you know. And before I was lacking in my rhythm and uh, coming back from injury and uh, just focusing on rhythm. And uh, during the IPL as well, you know, I, after the IPL international games, just the rhythm and bowling in good areas, that's, that's my, more, my main motto. Good series here against a good South African side. What's next for Kuldeep Yadav? I mean, uh, I'm not thinking ahead, you know, just uh, going to play some T20 games in Syed Mustaq. Uh, that's my next uh, target and uh, going there and perform. Thanks for the chat and really well bowled. See you Thank soon. You. Thank you. Kuldeep Yadav, our MasterCard player of the match.
Well, that was uh, Koldeep Yadav uh, walking off the field with a small trophy and 4 for 18 from 4.1 overs. He's going to play some domestic T20. But uh, Abhishek uh, Junjunwala, final thoughts really on uh, a comprehensive uh, series win for India. But uh, bigger challenges await, don't they? T20 World Cup. Uh, and then that uh, four, there's a four-test series against India. The Border Gavaskar Trophy getting underway February and March. Uh, will there be anything squeezed in before that, do you think? I'm sure that Sri Lanka will come to India. They often do. <laughs> they Every time do. they don't find anybody, they call Sri Lanka to play a game of series for three, tests, uh, three T20s or one day or whatever. The amount of times Sri Lanka has stored India in the last five years is just mind-blowing. But again... As we discussed it earlier, that they haven't won any ICC event since 2011. And that's the only thing everyone in India wants them to win a World Cup uh, ICC event. And yeah, you can win all the bilateral tournaments and all the bilateral series in India, mostly at home. Rohit Sharma hasn't dropped a single series so far since taking over the captaincy. But there will always be a question mark if they go and don't qualify for the World Cup, if they don't win the World Cup. I mean, all this preparation, all the money spent, all these... You know, Indian cricketers are treated as God in India. They, 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 can't even walk the, they can't even walk the road in the country, so they have to travel abroad if they want to take some, have a good time with their family. So when you, when, you're, when you get all of that in India, all the peop people only want them to win the World Cup. That's all they want. And if they can't do it, yeah, there will be a lot of backlash. Brilliant stuff. Well, look, uh, Abhishek's been part of the coverage throughout this series and uh, has appeared across TalkSport 2 pretty much whenever India have been playing. So a big thanks uh, to you, Abby. Um, and Bats, who uh, just turned up for this last one, a little bit of a, a glory shift. Um, uh, what will you be taking away from this match? Uh, it was as little as South Africa, or will you be taking the positives like, like India? Certainly uh, uh, ahead of the T20 World Cup, it's a series that uh, won't be forgotten or won't be remembered really for long, but uh, there was still enough in there to keep us entertained, wasn't there? Yeah, absolutely. I, I look, I think you've got to look at India and, and look at their strength in depth. Uh, if they get their selection process right, they're, they're going to be strong for a long period of time. Uh, there's some young fellas who are, who are pushing their, their gods of the game who are over in Australia now very, very hard. And then South Africa, I, I just think South Africa are bubbling away. I, I just think their focus is possibly wasn't at the game today. It's possibly already on a flight to Australia. I wouldn't be getting too carried away that they've been drilled today. You look at um, uh, the assets that they have in their group. Miller's having a great time with Nokia. And Giri, uh, look, they're, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. And we know for what's about to come up uh, in the T20 World Cup, it can be one or two players that win a game. In 50 over cricket, you need you need 50% of your team performing. But uh, 2020 cricket, two blokes can win you a game, and they certainly have those match winners. Well, that's it for another edition of Following On. Thanks uh, for listening. And if you ever have any ideas for guests or have questions for uh, the likes of Steve Harmison or Neil Manthorpe, feel free to tweet me at Fulham John or via at cricket underscore TS and uh, either I or one of the team will make sure that your questions are read out uh, on the show at the earliest convenience also please take the time to leave a review and if you're already a subscriber then tell your mates to do the same and if you want more content from the likes of Steve Harmison then head over to his YouTube channel and tell him I sent you thanks for listening to following on
The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas... You will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.